0: Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes, welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast, I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, and today's episode, just for context, guys, is part two out of the two-part series. Last week's episode was on how I gained 20 pounds. This week's episode is how I lost 20 pounds. We'll actually scratch that, how I lost 30 pounds, because your girl went down a restrictive dieting path. But that is for today's topic, so we're not going to jump into it quite yet. But hot second moment to be sentimental, because I am so sentimental, guys. We move so soon. Me and my husband move literally down the street. We're not moving too far. But what actually is so sentimental about this for me is this is my last episode I'm recording in the current apartment that we're in. So this is really exciting, ladies. I can't believe it. I get super sentimental just seeing the growth in you guys and seeing how far you've come over the past year with me since we moved into the current place that we're in. But as always, I'm constantly moving. I'm constantly changing. I just can't stay in one place. So we're moving, baby. And I can't wait for this week's episode. Okay, Sexy Fit Babes, it is time to dive the F right in. So to set the stage of this story, which I will say is a little bit more interesting and juicy and probably helpful for you guys than... Part one, how I gained the weight. And that's just because this this part of the story, I talk about it all the time. So you know nothing will be left undone for you ladies. Long story short, it is summer of my freshman year of college. So I actually just completed my freshman year of college. This was actually right after I met Josh, and we weren't even dating at the time. And fun fact, this summer, when all of this was happening, I did actually drive down to see him. And that's when um, I really knew I liked him. And then not too long later, um, he ended up asking me out. But that story is for another day, ladies. Anyway, going back to why we are here, how I lost the 20 pounds. So that summer I come home from Florida state. I, I live in the Boston area with my family. And I remember, I I believe I was taking a few, like one class at a community college because I had new. I was interested in nutrition and it was something that I started to care about nutrition towards the end of My freshman year of college, but it wasn't something I had a lot of knowledge of, but I was like on Pinterest. I was looking at stuff and I was like, wow, like this is really cool. I'm really interested in nutrition. So that happened and I had decided I did want to pursue something in the health sciences. So I believe around that time is when I may have applied for the dietetics major um i forget the exact timeline of it but long story short i knew i wanted to switch from business to dietetics at the time when i started taking classes um and then after that um i do know i did have a job at a summer camp that i worked at growing up when i came home but honestly like i didn't have that much going on in the summer i you know wasn't going out with my friends as much as people would in college just because i was at home and you know i wasn't with the same friend groups anymore and honestly, like I just had so much time to focus on myself in my boring little house outside of the Boston area with my family. So it was around this time where two major things that I really started to implement. The first thing is diet, which was a little bit more of the the big struggle I had on my weight loss journey, and then we had exercise. So I had always loved exercise. We'll start with exercise first. I loved exercise. It was something that I could consistently do. It was always a staple in my life because I was such this athlete, as you guys know from the first part of this whole series on my podcast here. And what I ended up doing during this time is I actually started exercising more. I got a gym membership because I loved the gym at Florida State and I started going and it was just something cool that I'd never been in a gym environment before. So I started going to the gym. I asked for a gym membership. Um, so I got a gym membership with my family and then I also started running more. And that's where I really started to ramp up the running versus what I was doing in college. I would run a little bit here and there, but I really started to take it more seriously where I was like, what would it look like if I ran almost every day? Like, am I strong enough to do that? And it was so cool at first because I could notice how I was running longer and faster. And I almost kept track of like my times and my speeds. And it was this really positive thing for me at first. But then we start with the food stuff. And it was around that time when I noticed With nutrition, and I will say in full transparency, I was not the way I I am with nutrition now, ladies. I had no understanding like what I do now when it comes to how to eat for weight loss. I had generally known what are more healthy foods, what are foods that we know are probably higher calorie, might not be as good for us. And yeah, I probably labeled them bad at the time, but I didn't really have the knowledge about nutrition for fat loss. All the, the information I got was from things like Pinterest it was me looking online. And honestly, like, I feel like I just didn't really know much. Like, I feel like I sort of knew what I was doing. And I knew generally, okay, you overeat, you gain weight over time, you eat less, you're going to lose weight over time. But it was like that simplistic of a view I had of nutrition. And I didn't understand the different macronutrients. I didn't understand what eating balance really meant. I just really was like, okay, we have calories to lose weight. If I cut out some calories, I will be able to see some progress there. So it was this slow transition into eating healthier. And honestly, I grew up in a very healthy, balanced eating environment. My mom cooked at home. We went out to eat. That was very much the norm. I was allowed to have ice cream every night. There was no restriction in that realm. And in fact, as a soccer player, I ate so much growing up. So I think honestly, with the transition from college back to home, it probably was a little bit of an easier transition for weight loss to occur because I wasn't going to eat as much food as I did prior, right? Because I'm in this environment, I'm not going out to eat as much. If it was a little bit more healthy and balanced to begin with, probably a lot less calories than what I was getting in other places. But with all of that in mind, that's when I started to become more aware of my portions. And it really reached the point where I was exercising so consistently And I had realized in college, I was exercising so much, but I was almost like undoing that work through food where I was like, you know what? That's not going to happen for me to see success. I need to get my diet in the right place and keep my exercise, if not add more so I can begin seeing progress. And that's exactly what I did. I started to cut out food here and there. I would get mad if my mom made food a certain way. Or added things like a lot of butter, a lot of oil, or honestly, like I reached the point where I liked having really, really small meals and it became this very obsessive thing. I wasn't strategically trying to lose weight by being in a slight deficit, I was going into a rapidly bad deficit. And it reached the point where I would start my morning with a coffee, try to hold off eating for as long as I could. Then I remember I was working at a summer camp. I would have like cucumbers as and hummus as a snack. And then obviously I would get so hungry from the line of work I was doing, plus all the exercising I was doing. I would have little things here and there. I think I would make sandwiches and things. I would come home and I would be like, oh my God, I'm so hungry, but I need to work out. So basically I would binge whatever my mom had and she had some like pasta or you know some random shit on the table. So I would like have a lot of it, but it still wasn't, Enough, probably for my energy needs, right? because I was still losing weight. And then I'd go on this run and then I'd try to have like a really small dinner and I slowly transitioned actually into a vegetarian style of eating. And there were so many nights where I remember just waking up or trying to go to bed and I went to bed pretty early just because I was working this job and you know, also going to this summer class and you know, trying to juggle a lot, even though it wasn't that busy of a time for me if that makes sense. And I literally remember times when I was in bed, And I was fucking starving. And I was like, Lauren, try for as long as you can not to get food. Try for as long as you can. Because at this point, when I started doing this for a while, I started to see weight loss. And I was like, fuck, yes. Like, look at my body changing. And I started to get a little bit more confident. I was like, oh my God, like I feel better. I fit into my clothes better. People are noticing like this feels amazing. And it was that summer I ended up losing, I want to say all of that 20 pounds. And in fact, I looked even thinner than where I started at. So I would say I probably lost at least like 25 pounds. But it was very, very rapid. And I don't remember exactly what I looked like when I went to college. I mean, I have a few photos here and there. But going back to school at the time, I looked noticeably a lot thinner. And it was in a few weeks back into school, I actually ended up losing another five or so pounds because I ended up losing around 30, 35 pounds overall. And it was a pretty, I mean, people may have not noticed as much. And once again, this isn't a competition of, you know, how much weight loss you can notice, but there was a point where I remember it was like probably a Valencia filter or something, but my parents being like, I think it was my dad actually which was really weird and he was like Lauren like you've lost a lot of weight in one of the photos I posted with one of my friends from college and just like my eyes were so much more sunken and I just looked so different and it wasn't it wasn't even a feeling of healthy it was like I just got very very thin and I became like obsessed with it but as I stayed at that weight longer and longer my behaviors got worse and worse And it was in college where I have these like vivid flashbacks to moments where I remember every time I would get home from class that fall of my sophomore year, I would weigh myself. And if I wasn't at a lower weight or like the weight that I wanted to be at at the time, I would get like really mad at myself and I'd be like, well, fuck this. Like I'm going in the wrong direction. And God forbid you see that weight go up. It became this obsessive thing for me. And then I still remember there were times too, like before happy hour, um, which is huge at Florida state, by the way, I would go into happy hour, not having ate a ton, maybe like a small salad for lunch at my sorority house the time I was vegetarian too, and I really wasn't eating a lot of protein. I would like force myself to work out and everything in between. And I would have like this small thing of nuts. And I ended up, you know, being so hungry when we were at happy hour. And when I would get home, I would try as hard as I could not to eat anything. But once again, there were times I woke up in the middle of the night, fucking starving. And literally I would like binge eat some nuts and then try to go back to bed. And it became this really unhealthy thing. I'm sharing this with you guys because surface level. Anyone can lose weight, but this is why I preach to you guys so much. Weight loss is different than fat loss. Weight loss is different than losing your weight in a strategic way that is balanced, that's healthy, and that's sustainable. This way of living was not sustainable. Yes, I have kept that weight off, but what oftentimes these stories are missing when you hear about people's weight loss stories and, oh, they did this diet or that diet, is what happened after. And it took so much effort for me to keep this weight off. But it reached a point where I just couldn't fucking do this anymore. I couldn't keep up with the restriction. I couldn't keep up with how it was affecting my social life and everything in between. And I needed to really, really address a lot of like the food guilt I was having. Because what I probably haven't explained to you on this episode so far, ladies, is what had started as try to eat a little bit less, try to incorporate more fruits and vegetables, try to eat healthy. Turned into me full-fledged vegetarian, borderline contemplating becoming a vegan, not eating proper balanced meals, eating small snacks, trying to avoid food at all costs, and it was unhealthy and so far away from what balanced eating truly is. And as a result, guess what? I lost 30, 35 pounds, but that next summer when I was actually staying all summer at Florida State, because I ended up staying the the remaining summers at my university, and it was just a big thing. I ended up, I remember I gained weight back, but I was going through horrible phases of not binging, but I felt like so out of control with food. I would cook something and I couldn't trust my hunger and fullness. And some of the weight started to come back on. And even if it wasn't too noticeable to other people, I felt stuffed I felt huge. I felt bloated. I felt disgusting. And that had less to do with my weight and more to do with how I fueled my body. And this was where some of this turning point started to slowly happen for me, where I was like, this is not a way to live. And at the same time, I didn't feel even confident with myself anymore. There wasn't an amount of weight loss that was going to make me feel good which is what I tell you guys all the time. My lowest weight, 35 fucking pounds down from where I started at, wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I wanted more. But there becomes this point where you reach a level of maturity and you realize with life that you just want to feel amazing. And it's not so much about the number on the scale. It's about how you look and how you feel. And you can care about how you look, but it can't become an obsession where you're not also thinking about how you feel and how you want to live your life. And it was during this time where my lovely husband, who is my boyfriend at the time, he was very into weightlifting. And it was a big insecurity for me going to the gym because I had never weightlifted at all or really in the right way, if anything. So it was a slow process where he started working out with me and he was very into health and fitness and was eating really balanced. And you know, now we, now we eat very similar in terms of very macro-focused protein every meal and honoring our hunger, but still having fun and flexibility along the way. But he was a huge part of my journey because he really got me into this realm of, it's not just about the weight. It's about your body composition. It's about your muscle mass. It's about how sexy and confident you feel in your clothes. And of course, he didn't say those words to me, but through seeing so many men like his fraternity brothers and himself in the gym environment, it made me realize, okay, how can I do this, but do it in the hot girl, healthy way, do it in the girl way, the female way, and not just, just this manly way that, you know, you see so much in the gym environment, especially at the college I was at. So the part two to this story of how I lost weight is actually the second phase of my body recomposition, because I was at a certain weight. But that weight, I wasn't toned. I had lost so much muscle mass from restrictively dieting where I needed to kind of recalibrate myself. And it was over the next probably two to three years where I stopped weighing myself. I got rid of my scale. I focused on balanced eating and I was honestly just trying to relearn my trust with food again. It was during this time where I would still run a lot, of, a lot, a lot, and it was really actually when I did my master's degree and once I graduated, when I started lifting more and you know being more strategic with it. And I share this with you because it was around this time and and this long timeline where I had to relearn my trust with myself. It took me probably, if I'm being honest, at least four to five years from. When I lost all this weight to truly be on a journey where I'm at the place where I'm at now, nearly almost 10 years out from this whole experience where I feel good in my body again, and I feel better and the best I've ever felt. And of course there's ebbs and flows to fitness and how you feel your body, but it took me so fucking long, which is why the fuck I do this work. And I shouldn't even be laughing and joking about it as I'm recording this episode for you guys. But it's just so funny. And I actually didn't even realize the amount of time it took me until I'm saying this off the cuff, like telling you guys my story, because it took me so fucking long. It should not take anyone 10 years to go through what I went through. And the reality is so many women are going through that journey right now where we're restricting calories. We're afraid of foods. We're trying to eat as little as possible. And I truly get that moment where you're just on your journey and you're like, fuck, like This sucks. I hate how I look. No amount of weight loss is enough. And I don't love myself. And I am not even super, like, I I lost weight, but I'm not fulfilled with my results. Or you might relate to me in the last podcast episode where you're realizing, holy shit, like, I have gained weight and like, I don't know what the fuck I should be doing to lose it. If you relate to anything, I want to share with you what I have learned, the three most important things I have learned during these past 10 years. That I wish someone had told me before. Okay, number one, what I wish I had fucking known, ladies, and we're dropping F bombs because this stuff hits nice and personal. What I wish I had known is it's less about the scale and more about how you feel. Because truthfully, this relates to body composition. Body composition is more important than the scale. I care about weekly weight loss. But you can look completely different by focusing on fat loss and doing this strategically than just losing the most amount of weight. Losing the most amount of weight and losing it very quickly is going to cause you to be skinny fat. It's going to cause you to lose muscle mass. It's going to cause you to really, really have to restrict your calories to get there. You want to eat the most amount of fuel and eat the proper portions of food to lose weight and change your body composition. You do not want to do what I did. Eat the littlest amount of food, not prioritize protein, lose a shit ton of muscle and become food obsessed because you're so much in a scarcity mindset and trying to eat as little as possible. The second thing, I wish I knew then is not all calorie deficits are created equal. I've shared this on Instagram. I've shared this on, if you're on my email list, I've shared this literally fucking everywhere, but I need to repeat it again. Not all calorie deficits are created equal. You want to lose weight by eating slightly less than what you burn. And this relates to my last point about metabolism and how you feel, but it is so important that you're setting your calorie deficit up right It is so harmful to wing weight loss. And for people saying calorie tracking doesn't work, calorie tracking isn't it. I'm just here to say that it's one thing to calorie track, but it's another thing to calorie track the right way. And that's why I preach so much about giving you guys the the resources and information that I wish I freaking had on my journey. But it is so important that you understand not all calorie deficits are created equal because it is so important to choose the right numbers and choose the right plan and have the right approach when you're on your journey and make sure you're getting that right information. Okay ladies, the final thing, I wish I'd known then and actually I want to make this for fun foods is important you they can absolutely fit and that wasn't even on my agenda but I do just want to put that out there. The one I'm going to stick to my guns with though ladies is this concept that you're going to fucking burn out. And I wish someone would have told me that when they noticed just how much I was exercising and it was like Batshit crazy, five to six miles every day, just trying to add on more and more and more, becoming so obsessive. If I didn't work out, I felt like an asshole. Uh, I felt like I had to restrict more food. Like it was this horrible, vicious cycle for me. What I wish I had known, and what I hope you guys know, if you guys are struggling right now, is that you have to think about the long term ability of your plan. And as a young college girl, I didn't realize what I was getting into. I didn't realize how busy I was going to become and how obsessed I was with it. And I thought that was such a good thing. But I, I, for anyone out there doing something so unsustainable and they are needing to reach out for help, I just want to remind you that one day you are going to reach a point where you know maybe right now you can do all this and juggle all of this restriction and all of this exercise and you know make it your life. But food is and. But food and exercise is supposed to enhance your life. There is so much more to life than caring about your diet and exercise. And that's coming from a dietitian who fucking my entire life is this. I coach people. This is my passion. This is literally part of my identity. This is, this is so important to me. It's a huge part of my story, right? But there is more to life than that. And to live a healthy, balanced, fulfilled life and be the most successful, healthy, confident version of yourself You can't spend your entire brain with an energy obsessing over food and exercise. There is more to life. And it makes sense that you're eventually going to burn out because you can't juggle all of this forever. And I wish someone had said that to me because maybe I would have made some changes earlier. Maybe I would have put my ego aside and was like, you know what? Everyone may think I'm the expert on nutrition because so many people in college thought I was just because I was studying nutrition, but I can confidently say now I feel like the expert in nutrition. And so much of that is because I've put in the work and become the expert of nutrition on my life. Not just textbook wise, not just with my education and credentials, but because I've actually lived that experience. And this can only happen when you allow yourself to pivot, allow yourself to say, Hey, like this worked for me at that time, but we're on a new chapter. We're in a new chapter. Let's turn the motherfucking page and let's make my life, body, and situation better.